I cannot believe that the Los Angeles Clippers dropped another game to the Denver Nuggets. I thought the series was over. Yeah. Five. I yeah. I, I my prediction for a series I thought is gonna be five game series. Clippers are gonna go out there. They're gonna have one of those series where for four games they're just gonna be clicking. I thought I really thought that's what it, that was what's gonna happen. And after game one, I was like, yeah, I'm right. And after game three, I think it was yeah. I was like after game three and four, I was like, yeah, all right. I mean, this is the Clippers are gonna take this one easily. Um, but fuck me. If this doesn't prove to you guys that Nikola Jokic is the best center in basketball, I don't know what will. Cause it, and it's not even Jokic. The entire team in the fourth quarter just decides not to, not to miss three-pointers. They just don't miss threes. They don't. And on the other end, they are straight up clamping the Clippers in the fourth quarter. It's not even funny. It's just it's ridiculous. I'm so surprised. I thought after game six, I thought maybe the Clippers just dropped another one. But they keep losing these... Double-digit leads. It was 16 in Game 5, and then today it was 19 points. So you consistently see that with the Clippers, and this might be a testament to them maybe not being technically the favorite, but perhaps not the favorite in the West anymore when you see the way that they can turn it on, but then suddenly turn it off. And I think that inconsistency is something that could be an issue moving forward, especially if they're looking to play and beat the Los Angeles Lakers in the next round, which obviously they matched up against. Um, yeah. If they get this game seven, which they might not, but I don't know about you. I'm still pretty confident that they're going to take them out uh, I, in this game. Seven. Yeah, I think, I think the Clippers will get, will beat the Nuggets. I think they will, but I can't really see them beating the Lakers. I, I really can't. I've been saying it all year. The Clippers are better than the Lakers. You know, they're going to do all this. But I I can't see that happening now. Like the Lakers are the way they're playing. There was a moment against the Houston Rockets where legitimately it was LeBron James on the court and he was surrounded by that rookie. Um, he had like Caruso, KCP on on with him and like Danny Green. And he and and the Rockets had all their starters on and LeBron with that team around him was running the Houston Rockets off the basketball court. Like that that Lakers team is just there's so much depth on that team. Um, and playoff LeBron is still a thing. And he, when playoff LeBron is still the best, he's playoff LeBron is better than anything, anything in the, in, in the NBA right now. That's what I was saying. I was saying that when Anthony Davis goes off, LeBron can still control a game. Whereas if Kawhi Leonard goes off, who knows what this team could be? Paul George yeah. has, hasn't proven to be the number one, let alone the number two guy um, on a championship team. We'll see if he can deliver against the Lakers. Cause they're going to have to bring it every game. Because the Lakers are clicking, like you said, they have that feel out game one, and if you exclude game ones, they're six and zero, or sorry, eight and zero in every game, excluding the game ones of these two series. So when they're on and when they're actually putting it all in, and LeBron's playing his best, they're hardly unbeatable. Like you said, I thought the series was Lakers in seven. You thought Houston in six. I thought Houston was going to win the fucking championship. I was dead. I, I thought we. I think we. I think we overhyped them a little bit. I, I don't know. They just. Uh, a bad matchup, maybe. I think if they play the Clippers, we're looking at a different story. Did but we, like, did we really overhype them, or did they just underperform it? Like, they they um, they underperformed as fuck. Like Russell Westbrook, and I, maybe we should be used to it by now, though. It, it uh, is our it is our fault. We should be used to it. But I, I honestly, I gotta be. I'm proud of what James Harden did. James Harden went out there and he willingly guarded LeBron James one on one. Like, regardless of of what LeBron did. The fact that James Harden took initiative and he said, look, I'm going to guard LeBron James. I'm going to guard the best player in the world. That, for me right there, that's leadership. And he said after the game that the Rockets are one piece away. 
Mike D'Antoni's not going to come back next year. It's going to be interesting to see what the new coach can do with this team because I think it is evident they're going to need a big man. Now, I'm not going to – I don't want to say this because I don't really know about salary caps or anything, but I'm going to throw the name Giannis Antetokounmpo in the mix and just shut the fuck up. All right? That, that's all I'm going to say. That would be a really interesting <laughs> team. If, if that were to happen, I, don't know, like, <laughs> I think you'd have to package Westbrook in that. And if you did, that would be – I don't know if Milwaukee – Yeah. Milwaukee, would they want Westbrook? Uh, I don't know. I mean, like maybe if you throw in some – Isn't a Giannis, shit ton of young guys? Is Giannis, a shit ton of picks. Is he a free agent or what is – um no he's he's got he signed until 2021 so if you were to leave this year which it looks like people that's gonna be the narrative all next year is Giannis leaving but um he's he could get traded if you know we saw that he unfollowed everyone on Instagram all this all this stuff like that which is a suspect thing to do he knew that people would see it eventually right so a little suspect for him to do that uh like you're saying with James Harden he did play good down the stretch he had a few uh, he had one dud, I think, game four, uh, where they lost by 10. He only had 21 points on 2-11 shooting. Yeah. Other than that, though, he was good in the series. Like, he was he had overall a good series. But he, he had a good series, but he just didn't have the help. Westbrook, yeah. like you said, he's, he did not play good at all, honestly. Like, yeah. and, and this is what we saw, we thought with him. There was With Chris Paul, you had more security. With Westbrook, you had a higher ceiling, but a significantly lower floor. And I think that they kind of – they reached somewhere in the floor level oh, for uh, sure. in, this, in this series because um, they had the talent to beat the Lakers legitimately, yeah. at least give them a run for their money. But they did not even really put up a fight. Yeah, and but honestly, I I think they did put up. They, they put up. They just didn't put up a, a fight in Game Five. You look, at, you look at Game Two. They made that crazy twenty-two point comeback, whatever it was. They took the lead in the fourth quarter. They gave the Lakers a run for their money. And in game, the one that Caruso hit the big three to put him up eight with, with under a minute left, um, that game too, uh, that was in game four. I mean, the Rockets, they had a couple of those games where they could have won, but the Lakers, they came up they came up big in big situations. And a lot of times it wasn't even LeBron or Anthony Davis. It was guys, like I said, Alex Caruso, Rajon Rondo. Playoff Rondo is still a thing. Um, we can't forget about that. But Lakers, they got a lot of help from their side pieces. And that's my next point. People coming into the series, it was all, oh, who's going to guard Anthony Davis? Who's going to guard LeBron? They weren't the guys who, I mean, okay, maybe LeBron killed them. But Anthony Davis wasn't the guy who killed the Houston Rockets. It wasn't because the Lakers were bigger than the Rockets that they won. The Lakers, just they had more energy. They, they, they wanted to win more. You see, they were all much more aware. They were more active on the court, much better defensive team. It wasn't because the Lakers were bigger that they beat Houston. Houston just, they lacked the energy, I thought. Definitely. And even in game one, they blew them out by 15 too. So it's not like this team yeah. didn't at least put in some work in a few of those games. Game two was close. Like you said, um, Russo iced that game. And then the 23 point comeback. I don't know if I really believe that they're actually going to come back. I know they gave them a run for their money, they were, but they were, they were, now the Lakers five. are like, okay, now I got to try. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then they tried and then they ended up winning by like 10. Yeah. I mean, they were within five with like, cause they had all the momentum going into that like in the last few minutes there. And they were within five with under two minutes left. And then Caruso stuck a big three and I forget who else had a big three or made a big shot. But yeah, I thought like Houston definitely made those games interesting in the fourth quarter, but yeah, it's just, it was too bad. Yeah. Westbrook, man. Terrible. Uh, A couple of good games where he is shooting like 50% from the field, but yeah, a couple of these games, he shot under 31, under 27, under 42, he had a lot of uh, bad games, just to leave it at that. 
for sure. Uh, we know he's done this in the past too. I don't think there's anything else to say. He shouldn't be shooting that many threes. Why are you yeah. taking so many threes, Westbrook? I think. What are you doing? Yo, I think I really think. I mean, I I really do feel bad for Russell Westbrook. I feel for the guy because he cares more about his passion for the game is higher than really really ninety percent of the NBA's passion for the game. And I think that's what you know. That's his ultimate downfall is that he wants to do it his own way. He wants to do it himself. I find a lot of times that if he can just relax and, and chill back, like he did a lot of times when, when, when KD was on OKC, um, I think that he needs to find a superstar. Like I, I really don't – maybe maybe not even a second option. he got to be like a third option because I think he will win a championship one day. I'm just really having a tough time seeing him being a top two option, um, at least offensively, and seeing him win a championship. I like I, I just don't know if, I, if that's going to happen. He, he's going to be a third or fourth option. That's going to be a damn good team, by the way, if he's a third or fourth option. Um, yeah, if, maybe if he was going to do career, it. Maybe later on in his career when he's a bit older. Um, yeah, I, I just yeah, it's t- I, I just feel bad for the guy, honestly. If Westbrook was going to do it, he would have done it in his uh, early 30s. He's not 32. We know he's athletic, but yeah. that's slowly dwindling away. His three-point shot has gotten worse over his career, which is unfortunate. And like you say, he's one of the like more hated players. Um, who knows why? Is it maybe the way he treats the media, stuff like that? But I personally like him, and it's, it sucks to see him do that. But here's a trivia question. How many threes did he attempt in the five games? I'm scared to, to get – like I don't want to say over 10, but I, I feel like it was. I'll give you a hint. He hit eight. He, sh- he took eight in one game. He took eight in one game. In game five, in game four, he took. Damn, eight I wouldn't want him to shoot over ten threes in the, in the five game series, but shit, I'm gonna say maybe, maybe twenty. Yeah, he had he had twenty he had twenty twenty seven twenty seven attempts, and he made three, four, five, six, seven of them. That's yeah. So he shot like twenty five percent ish, which uh, is kind of disappointing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that like honestly, guy like Russell Westbrook, you gotta, at one point you gotta just say, all right, just don't shoot threes. Houston's just there's a crazy three point shooting team, and I think Russell Westbrook might get tied up into that a lot of times because he sees all of his teammates jacking up every three every single three pointer they have. Um, Westbrook's got to take a chill pill. He's got a guy that he got to hit the mid range game. He got to attack the hole. They got to play Westbrook at the five. That's what they got, dude. Yes. That's, I think that would be good. <laughs> Honestly, there's an opening. I'm going to apply. See if I can be the head coach because play Westbrook at the five. You got him against a bigger guy. He's going to dominate that matchup inside. And yeah. just do not have him ever stand outside the three-point line with the ball. Yeah. Never. Never play five Or even out. have him never standing out there. It's four out, and then you have Westbrook on the baseline ready to shoot a, ju- a mid-range. Because <laughs> he's good at the mid-range. He's good at mid-range jumpers. That's fine. Yeah. There's no threes, please. No more of that. <laughs> but that's enough Houston Rockets, all right? Because – I, I was pretty disappointed in the way they kind of just they folded at the end there. Yeah. Um. I think a big thing we got to talk about because I am a Raptors fan over as it is. Raptors Celtics game seven. It never really felt like the Raptors were gonna have it. I know it was a close game, but to me, the Raptors yeah. just are not are not as good as the Celtics. That's just the reality. The Celtics had by far the best player in Tatum. Oh yeah. And and their defense was really good, and their half court offense was. Definitely better than the Raptors. Yeah. Um, what's your take on the Celtics winning Game Seven? I liked what you said there when you said that you just you you couldn't see it happening and you couldn't see the the Raptors winning. There was a point I think there was maybe three or four minutes left in the fourth quarter and the Celtics were on a run. I think they were up four at the time. It was a close game, like you said, but you you just see how the Raptors were playing offensively 
And I think the Raptors, they were setting up a half-court offensive set. And Boston on defense, they were energetic. They were all low. They were all getting hyped. They were, you know, clapping their hands on defense. And Toronto just going through the motions. It's almost like they didn't have the energy that Boston had. Um, but got like got Boston, they're one of those teams that, led by Jason Tatum, who's he's a, he's going to be a fucking problem. He already is a problem. He's going to be a big problem for defenses for defenses for years to come. And I just I I love the fact that with Boston, it's the underrated guys, the guys you don't really see coming. Like no one knew who the fuck Daniel Tice was five months ago. Like, I mean, before the season, anyone anyone out of Massachusetts knew who the fuck Daniel Tice was. And now he's out here balling. I mean, I'm not gonna say balling, but he's playing massive minutes. Down no, you're right. He was balling. He was. He and was he balling. Did, he had some big plays for Boston. Guys like Marcus Smart. He had some big plays for Boston. Now he, Marcus Smart, he's always one of those guys who's gonna live on the edge. But I think that Boston, they had more of the nitty gritty. Um, they they got their they got their hands dirty or whatever, their knees dirty more. Um, that's the expression. They got their knees dirty a lot more than than Toronto did this in in Game Seven at least. And then on top of that, you just got, um, like I said, that great defense. Um, and then that heart at the end there. Yeah. And their offense just comes so much easier than the Raptors. Uh, as a Raptors fan, you got to be happy. That's credit to Kemba Walker, by the way. I think you got to credit Definitely Kemba credit to Kemba Walker. Yeah. His, uh, he's a playmaker. He's smooth. He, he's, a, he's a good playmaker. His offense was not good. They're playing a lot of box and one on him, which, yeah. um, which seemed to give him problems, obviously, with a lot of length out on the perimeter. But, um, yeah, he was making plays. Tatum was – the best player in the series. He's looking like a superstar. He's, I think he's better than Jimmy Butler. I think that's, I'm, I don't want to get ahead to my prediction for that I series, think he but is too. I think he's better than Jimmy Butler. I think that's why I'm going to pick them now to it, past the Miami Heat. There's, there's two levels to that because I think Jimmy Butler is more valuable to his team than Tatum is to his team. I, 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 agree. Like, I almost, I almost would rather have Jimmy Butler in this situation than have Jason Tatum. Uh, just because the heart that he brings, it's not just you know but- Butler's basketball ability. That's why I want him. Um, I-, I would rather have Jimmy Butler in on my team in the third round than have Jason Tatum. But as far as being a better basketball player, I think Tatum's a better basketball player. In the last two minutes, you want Jimmy Butler. You you yeah. wouldn't want Tatum comparatively. Jimmy's proven it. He's got a good track record of, of clutch plays. Um, and like you said, he fits that Miami motto too. And that's not I think that, can, that's not saying that Tatum Tatum's clutch, but Jimmy Butler is just he's he's another level of clutch. Yeah. Um, last regards on the Raptors. I'm, I I want to say as a Raptors fan, like that was a good run that they had. They yeah. they were not meant to be in this series. Yeah. It was supposed to be over in five, maybe four. Um, OG hit that crazy shot. They brought it to seven. As yeah. a Raptors fan, you can't be upset that they lost. Like they're the defending champs, but they lost the best player in the world. So. Yeah, respect to what they did, and then most importantly, like this team, sort of in that middle level where Yo. who knows what their next step is? Do they rebuild? Uh, do they retool? Do they make a trade for a contending piece? I think fall on the former there. You go somewhere in the rebuild with um, Siakam as your star, OG. I think yeah, I think uh, with with Ibaka and Gasol as free agents, Lowry at thirty four years old. You're not looking like a championship yeah. contender uh, next season with all those pieces. You have to re-sign Van Vliet. I think you just build around those young guys. Uh, and the Raptors are really good on, in draft, in drafting good players. So I think that yeah. you can build a team, solidify a team through the draft. Or, yeah, I've heard a lot of this. Just get Giannis to Toronto. That, that yeah, was fine, too. I'm fine with that, too. I'm fine with that, too. Yeah, you're going to fuck with that. But, like, I, I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say three things about about Toronto. Uh Number one, their future is a lot brighter than Milwaukee's. Now that might what I just said might age 
poorly if Milwaukee goes out and keeps Giannis and wins a championship next year. But I think as it stands right now, Toronto's got a better future than Milwaukee. Number two is that that OG Ananobi three-point shot to win the game in game three. Because the Raptors didn't win the series, that might go down as one of the most forgotten plays in NBA history, um, despite the fact that it was absolutely amazing. And number three, to Toronto Raptor fans out there who might be frustrated, y'all were not supposed to be this good this year. Yet going into the year, ain't nobody outside of the greater Toronto area genuinely thought that you guys would be a top two seed, let alone dominate and almost get to the third round. You, I mean, and you guys win. If you guys win that game seven, y'all could y'all could be Miami. You guys could go to the finals. Like before the season, like we were people were saying, will the Raptors even make the playoffs? Ain't nobody was talking about being better without Kawhi Leonard in the regular season. Like you guys outperform. You you you. Just the expectation was 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 very low, but you guys smashed it. Um, honestly, this this you got you guys got to look back. This is a very successful season for the Toronto Raptors. You guys were not supposed to be this good. One hundred percent. I'm I'm right there. Like I wasn't expecting this. I predicted they'd win forty four games in a full eighty two game right. season, <laughs> and they would be the fifth seed. And they ended up being the two seed, yeah. led by Siakam, and like. I know Siakam had bad woes in the playoffs, but he's going to bounce back. He'll be better yeah. next year. Uh, just, just don't, just take it lightly. It's his first playoffs as the number one guy, and they plan their defense to prevent him to score, and that's why we saw Van Vliet and Lowry thrive a little more against Kemba. Defensive, their defensive wings are elite on Boston. Yeah, and Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, those guys are tough defenders. Yeah. So Siakam struggled, but. Um, there's no way he could be worse in yeah. the future. That's all I got to say. And speaking of bright futures, um, Boston's got a hell of, Boston's future and Denver. Boston and Denver's future. Holy shit. If they can get those players to stick around, I mean, like, I mean, there are going to be multiple rings, one in this decade. I can guarantee Celtic fans that. Like, the, the way this team's built, these aren't soft. Like, these are young guys, but they're not soft. Marcus Smart, he's not soft. Jalen Brown, he's not soft. Tatum's not soft. These guys, they, they've got championship written all over them. Shit, even this year, they might fucking win, even though that's that's too good to be true, though. At Tatum's best, they're going to win a championship if yeah. they keep that, that core intact. There's no way they don't. They're just too Yeah. Also, like Jalen Brown the, has grown yeah. so much this year, and he's kind of forgotten. This proves to me two things as well. Number one, uh, the reason that the Raptors won last year wasn't because they didn't have to go through LeBron. LeBron was never the Raptors' weakness. The Raptors' weakness was being clutch, or the Raptors' weakness was clutch situations without a superstar. That that's what it's always been. I think. I mean, like they, the Raptors. Like, I'm sorry, but your team chokes without a superstar. They just do. Like I'm sorry, they just do. And, and number two, like and and you you might be mad that I said that, but. I mean, am I wrong? Am I wrong? And number two, um, Kyrie Irving was the problem in Boston. Like, this is concrete evidence now that the Celtics, their their problem was Kyrie. It wasn't anything else. It was Kyrie Irving. Without Kyrie, that like this pretty much same roster, when they were all rookies and shit, they went out to the Eastern Conference Finals and almost went to the NBA Finals in 2018. And with Kyrie, they got bounced by Milwaukee in five games. And then without Kyrie next, this year, they're back in the Eastern Conference Finals. Kyrie was the problem in Boston, and I don't know how it's going to work out in Brooklyn. I'm just not sold on that team yet. Like you're saying about the Raptors, they're not having a superstar. That that applies to every team in NBA history. But if you choking, if you don't have though, a superstar, choking. like if you don't have a superstar, like yeah, you're you're going to lose. But 
But if you 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 choke it away, that's like that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? You think they're? Are you talking about in the past? Are you talking this about year, this I mean, year? Y'all kind of choked that game. Like Van Vliet, he like he he had a rough game. And a lot of the guys, Siakam, he had. A, would you not call that choking? Or am I being too harsh? Uh, maybe I don't know. I mean, I I didn't think they choked. I just thought they you you might be right. They did kind of choke. They should it. they like um, they should have fallen too. I, I guess I guess maybe time. that maybe is that Boston's defense is that why? Because yeah. I feel like if they had choked it, they would have choked it a lot earlier. They wouldn't have been clutching game six. They wouldn't have been clutching game three. I feel like uh, I feel like they overperformed and maybe when the game yeah. got tight, I feel like Boston's defense was just better than Toronto's I think more defense. Than- uh, and I did not like and, and Siakam definitely choked because. Any time he touched the ball in Game Six and Game Seven, yeah. it was a turnover. Yeah. It was literally a turnover, and, and it was so frustrating. I, I honestly like, as a Raptors fan, I was like, all right, man, I hate this guy right now. Like, I love Siakam, but that was just hard to watch. And I was like, there's no way he could be. He's going to turn over again, and then he always would. Has got to improve that handle a little bit. Um, come back yeah. better next year, but I, I don't think I don't think that they necessarily choked it in the past. I would say this team choked a lot because. You look at clutch situations. The Raptors would never close out a yeah. clutch situation. This year, they close out. Two, they close out most of the clutch games because, in all three of their wins against Boston, it was a close game, and the Raptors closed out three of them. Whereas Boston only had to yeah. close out two of them, and then had two blowouts. So them not. I don't think it's them choking as much as it was Boston locked in and knew we got to win this game. We got to play better than them down the stretch. And I feel like they just did. The Raptors might have choked that offensive rebound, though, against Tatum. That Yo. one forgotten. That was painful. That was really painful. Down two, and then and then you have Norm getting blocked I on was, the other end by Marcus Smart, yeah. too. About the Jason Tatum thing, that was a very questionable call the ref made. Like, the, that was a very questionable call. I don't know if, Tate, if Tatum really got fouled there. The, the refs really – I don't know. I don't want to say they gave the game to Boston because I don't think that's true, but they gave Boston some very – lenient calls down the stretch. I'm just going to say that. I think that's fair a fair observation. The Raptors were pretty lean, were getting pretty lenient calls in game, game 6, yeah. six yeah. two when uh when Boston when they fouled Kemba at the end of regulation yeah. uh stuff like that. So I think it's it's better that they swallow the whistle a little bit at the end. Yeah. Uh I know they called the foul on Tatum but I'd rather them swallow the whistle and just live with the result of what actually happens on the court. Uh, there's not, there's no worse situation than Jimmy Butler getting two yeah. free throws with zero <laughs> seconds on the clock. That's ridiculous. That should never happen in NBA history. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Just leave it at that. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, moving on to the Miami Celtics. What's your what's your prediction yeah, for this I've, series? I've barely even thought about this, but like off the cuff, like it's it's hard for me to predict. To picture either of these two teams in the play in the in the NBA Finals, like I think, honestly, the biggest thing I can take away from this is that the real NBA Finals are going to be the Western Conference Finals. That's it. And then after you win the Western Conference Finals, you just play four exhibition games and sweep, and just sweep the <laughs> fuck out of who comes out, whoever comes out of the East. That's yeah, like that's the unfortunate. That's the unfortunate part of it's, the seeding, right? Is the two yeah. best teams are in the West. And, and even like I'm even if the Clippers lose, which honestly I could see happening, I wouldn't even be surprised if the Clippers lost against Denver. I mean, the the Lakers are just gonna. It's probably gonna be a six game series against Denver because the Denver's for real. Let's be real now. Denver's for real. Um, but the Lakers are just going to they're, – they're, like, you think LeBron's going to lose to that Celtic team? I, I, no, it's just not going to happen. With the, with the, 
the only person left who can beat who can beat LeBron is Kawhi. That's it. If um if yeah. they lose this game seven, which I I would put all my money on them not losing this yeah. game seven. I think but yeah, yeah. If they lose this game seven. Denver is getting not mopped, but like you said, six games they're done. I feel like they're a worse matchup against the Lakers because of Anthony Davis. At least against uh, the yeah. Clippers, you got Zubac on they, Jokic, yeah, that's which is horrible to watch. It's a big mismatch. Yeah. Mismatch and a half. It's like watching Gasol on Tice. I'm not comparing Tice to Jokic, but they're on the same level in terms of their differential between Zubac and Marcus yeah. So it's just tough. It's just tough to watch. And uh, I think that against the Lakers, I feel like they'd handle them pretty well in in a five or a five or I think five or six maybe. Yeah. I picked De- I picked the Clippers in six. Denver's overperformed again. They uh, they're really impressive. And Michael Porter Jr. is their future. Holy shit! Keep this guy yeah. happy. Keep this guy happy. I think honestly, for me, like, okay, two, because since I want the Clippers to win to win this series, because I want to see Kawhi versus LeBron, um, two guys have started to piss me off a lot, and it's just because of they're just good at basketball. Jeremy Grant should not like he should not be as good. Like, he Jeremy Grant comes up with the most random clutch plays that has pissed me off. Um, and 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 Michael Porter Jr. as well. He's he's started to emerge as one of these guys. Just fuck off, man. Like what? You're shit all game. And then he comes up and hits a big three pointer and then blocks Zubac at the other end. I like that. And then that was in game five that that happened. He was trash all game. And in the last two minutes, decides to be Michael Jordan. Like I, it, it just piss off. And it, like on, he's he's they've got a great future though. Denver. It's just those two guys, Jeremy Grant and Michael Porter Jr. They should not be this clutch. It's just annoying to watch. And maybe Grant's not the clutch, but he's coming up with some timely plays for Denver, in my opinion. I think the Michael Porter Jr. thing was crazy. He he was 0 of 2 in the game, like literally he did barely shot. The they give it give it to him with like a minute left. I think I don't know how close the game was. It was really close. Yeah. It was really, really close. Just jacks a three <laughs> and nails it. Like, what does this guy do? This guy's got some crazy confidence. And that that's bodes well for the three headed monster in and uh what's in Denver is uh that's a good team moving forward. That's a like you said, that's another team. Uh if those pieces stay healthy, which Michael Porter Jr. kind of worried about his health, but if his back stays healthy, yeah. that team doesn't matter what happens this year. In the future, that team is a instant contender every single. I season. think Michael Malone's got to play Michael Porter Jr. a lot like teams have been playing Kawhi Leonard lately, where just just rest him in the regular season. You know, give him maybe fifty, sixty games in the regular season because he's a big time player, and you don't want him to get hurt in a, in a dumb game in November. You know what I mean? Like you got to take it easy on him in the regular season. Because in the playoffs, after it, that, that's all that matters. And yeah, I mean, you, you got to yeah. That's what I'm, give him the Kawhi treatment. That's what I'm saying. He's already uh, polished off enough too at this point where you don't need him to be playing in these regular season games, these meaningless games. He's he's just like that. Like keep him healthy as long as you can. That team's got a bright future. Um, do you see the Clippers taking that game seven pretty handily, or do you think it'll be a Dude, close it's game? It's gonna be ugh, fuck. It's gonna be close. The way that Denver's playing right now in the fourth quarters of basketball games is ridiculous. Like it's not even that the Clippers can't play. It's not even that the Clippers suck. It's just Denver. They're all of a sudden one of the best defensive teams in the league in in fourth quarters. I mean, th- they are playing such good defense in fourth quarters, and the three point shooting is just not. They 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 just don't miss. They don't miss threes in the fourth quarter. I see Nikola Jokic just spot up and jack threes, just catch and shoot in, with a guy in his face and just stick them. 
and Michael Porter Jr. next possession. Just bottom and stick a three. Then Jamal Murray comes in and sticks a three. The whole team catches fire in the fourth quarter. And I got to give a big shout out to Paul Millsap as well. He's one of those guys. He'll, he'll never get the credit he deserves. But what he's been doing in this series is it's going to go under the radar by everybody. But he is he's, he was huge in game five. Um, and once again, I mean, he's just been great all year long. And I'm, 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 I'm just happy for the guy, honestly. I guess just don't piss off Millsap. We saw Morris go chin yeah, to chin bro, with him. That... They, like, touched chins. And then after that, he dropped, like, 14 in the quarter, went off. That's wild stuff. Um, and it, I, wanted to, I wanted to ask, where does Jokic rank in clutch players in the NBA? Because he's got to be he's, pretty he's high. The, I, I, like, he's... the way I rank clutch players in the NBA, I don't have, like, a number one, number two, number three. I have, like, tiers of clutch reformers. At the top, it's Kawhi and, and LeBron. I mean, those are the two clutchest players in the league. They're in a tier of their own. Because they've gone out there, they they they're like they're like Damian Love's been clutch, but he's never been clutch in the finals or the third round. You know what I mean? Like he's just he's never yeah. won an NBA championship. But I think a championship pedigree is needed. Yeah, to be in that top like Kevin tier. Durant, he would be in that Kawhi tier, and then like the tier two. That's probably yeah. where I put Jokic and the Damian Lillards of the world and Jimmy Butler, guys like that. Uh, Jamal Murray, he's starting to get up there too. Holy shit, that boy can yeah, that boy's clutch. But yeah, Jokic. And as far as centers go, if if you want to ask who's the best center in the NBA, it's not even a question anymore. You better not like Joel Embiid's name should not even be brought up next to next to Jokic's. It's not close. Different there, levels. There are, different yeah, levels. There are levels to this. There's one guy who can lead a team in the playoffs, and one guy who gets swept, who gets swept in the first yeah. round. Uh, I think that I think that says it all. Um, I don't know what I don't know what that situation in Philly's going to be like in a few years, but. Uh, good that they got Brett Brown out of there. They got to figure their shit out. I don't know what to do with that team. It's a mess. They should have kept Jimmy. They should have kept JJ. Instead, they, they kept, kept Tobias, and, and they got Hal Horford. Yeah, who who is their GM again? The process guy. I forget his name. Should have kept him. Um, can't remember right now. Yeah, the guy who like he tanked team. for he tanked for like five years, or whatever. They drafted all those mm-hmm. guys. They drafted fucking like Nerlens Noel and Ben Simmons and and all those guys. Um, until they finally got their guys, their, their players. But, yeah, I mean, fuck, I don't know what's going to – Philadelphia's a mess. They're not, Yeah, they're they're a really big mess. But um, we don't need to talk about Philly, you know. I think – did we cover everything? Anything else you want to – any other last takes? I think so. I think we got – I don't know. Do you – I, 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 I kind of want to make my predictions for the third round in the West right now, but – I honestly, I don't know. Like Denver might just fucking win. I'm not very. I'm they might win. I don't want to jump. I don't want to jump the gun on that one. We can do it. That can be yeah. a separate pod. As we can do predictions for both those. I'm not but, confident in the Clippers um, right now. I'm just not. Do you want to give a? Do you want to give a quick prediction for Celtics Heat? Celtics Heat. Uh, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Miami gets it. I, I think Miami can can win this series. It's gonna be. I, I I just want this to go seven games, and I think Miami can take this in seven. I think it goes seven for, for seven. sure. I, I don't. I want that. Shit. I think it goes seven. I don't see how it doesn't go seven unless somehow one of these teams go off. But I'm actually against you. I'm gonna go because I think I'm pretty. I'm perfect on all my picks so far for teams that have yeah. made it. Um, I think you were until you picked the Rockets. No, was I was. A, that dude, was I've a, been like I picked Milwaukee. I picked Toronto. I picked Clippers, and I picked the Rockets. So like, oh, I picked Toronto too. Yeah, shit, I picked Toronto. Um. But I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Wait, you picked Miami seven. over. I think you picked that, Miami over Milwaukee from the start. I picked Miami in seven really? uh, when we did our prediction before. Yeah, but I didn't think they do it at five. I just thought that's so uh, impressive. I, just thought, in, I thought I thought uh, I thought in closing time 
Who's who's gonna get the games done? I, I knew Jimmy would be better than Middleton. That, that's the reason I picked. I him. thought Giannis could get it done, but I guess not. Uh, no, I don't think he's. Uh, man, this is Giannis. The sweepstakes next year is gonna be all Giannis. Yeah. It's gonna be so wild next year. Yeah. That being said, yeah, I mean, fuck, he's 